Hello. Welcome to uh, episode five of Red River Podcast. Um, what you're listening to is uh, an intro. Could you believe an actual intro? Uh, my buddies in the band, the Brooklyn What, uh, let me use their song, The Basement, which is pretty fitting because this is where we're always at. Um, so they are no longer a band, but Jamie and uh, the, the singer and the drummer are actually in a band now called No Ice. Um, so check either one of those two out. We'll post links with the Facebook and uh, all that other stuff. Um, so what's going on, Langan? Same old, same old. Hello, hello. Same old, same old. <laughs> Parker. I'm too busy watching Mike Malamo trying to figure out which, you know. Yeah, Mike's just going to watch TV while we hang. <laughs> so, that's all right. That's all right. And uh, we have... Uh, uh, he got it. He got it. There you go. We have our guest, uh, one of my favorite drummers that I get to watch and also play with. Um, he hits like a, like a fucking octopus on steroids. Whoa. Pretty much. I mean, honestly, I remember when I first I was in a room watching him play. I was like, "God damn!" I'm like, "He's gonna hurt those things." So, uh, what's up, Mark? Hi. You want to talk into that that mic a little? Hi there. There you go. There cool. we go. So, um, all right. It's been. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my yeah, Mike. Mike. Mike's just messing around. So, <laughs> so um, as of today, uh, we're on iTunes. So, all you fucking iPhone people can mm-hmm. stop fucking belly aching um, with the SoundCloud. So you could find that. It, it helps if you rate it. And um, what the fuck? Subscribe and rate it? Yeah. I, don't, I don't have an iPhone. Yeah. I don't either, but I'm just going with it, man. Only good Mark, ratings. Mark, I do. Right? Yeah, Mark does. does. So. Only good ratings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen. Yeah. If it's anything below a fucking five, mm-hmm. like, don't even bother. No. Get, you know? get rid of it, actually. All yeah, my yeah, asshole pretty... friends don't think you're funny. <laughs> on there. Yeah, you're messing up our money here. <laughs> So uh, it's been a, a little bit since we last recorded. Um, three weeks. Yeah, three yeah. weeks. And uh, I was listening to um, the Rick episode, and I loved it because I, I thought Brian Park uh, Langan was pretty funny. So, And uh, we were talking, like, my favorite story was your Testament story. Uh, Chuck Billy. I just loved it. I, I, yeah. Every time I listen to it, like, <laughs> like, like a moron. Yeah. Like uh, you were like sitting there and you're like, oh man, I'm going to get to smoke weed, hang out at I the tour I was going to have a really, you know, I got a good story out of it, yeah, but you got not the story. one I was looking for. <laughs> no. I thought I was going to get high with the singer Testament and he yeah, stole he, my weed. You got basically <laughs> tell really? Mark, yeah. it's so That's good, tell him, please. Fucking terrible. Oh, uh, you want me to tell it? Yeah, why okay. not? I like it. I could listen to it again. Uh, the Testament was playing the Crazy Donkey with uh, the original lineup, so I was pretty psyched about that. And uh, Chuck Billy, the singer had just beaten cancer mm-hmm. so uh i guess it was medicinal marijuana he was looking for of course and he's hanging out in the back and i'm like yo i'm hang- talking to him this and that real nice guy and he's like god i'd kill for some weed right now i don't have anything <laughs> and i'm like shit i gotta i gotta bet like an eighth in my car you know and it's shitty brown weed or whatever so i run back there and i'm run back over i figure roll up a couple of bones hang out on the bus talk to join the Testament, band you know? Gil- yeah, yeah. Like, you know what? You're so cool. You should just ride in the next town. And then, you know, a star is born. Uh, but no, he just took it from me and said, thanks, man. And put it in his pocket and oh, got on the bus with all the other members of Testament. And they all smoked your weed. <laughs> they all smoked my and weed. And then they wrote another record. The though. bus drove away the dust <laughs> in my face. I that, sit there crying. That rem- that's, that's a jaded dude that doesn't, he, he doesn't want to hang out with no. anybody. Did not want to hang out. I don't even like it. He thanked me, though. Yeah, maybe. He did say thank you. 
He didn't <laughs> just take it, so. Maybe you know, he didn't look cool totally... enough for him to, like, let you in. He was just like, My yeah. hair wasn't longer then. Yeah. You, know, you probably, probably still... Look at this herb. And, yeah. the, and the weed looked really bad. It was like the weed you get in Washington Square Park. It wasn't like the shit, you know, some hydro or something. That fucking dirt weed. Yeah. I, I like, remember... this guy in his shitty weed. That reminded me of, um, like, the time that, like, uh, my, my friend had Cool Keith play his bar. I don't know if you know who Cool Keith is. Mm -hmm. All right, so he's like a hip-hop legend, mm -hmm. okay? So my friend calls me the night of the show. He's like, yo, um, you don't even have to pay to get in. Just do me a favor tonight. I'm like, cool, what's up? Uh, he's like, I need somebody to drive Cool Keith home to the Bronx tonight. Okay, I'm like... Th that could be cool. I'm like, this guy's been rapping for since '86. Yeah. Like, I could ask him. I could listen. I have I have him in my car yeah. for like 90 minutes. Captive like, audience. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Like, he ain't leaving. He's yeah. not gonna ask me to drop him off at exit 40 <laughs> for asking him too many questions. You know, he's gonna be like, "Fuck it, this fat kid's just gonna keep talking." <laughs> so in my head, I'm just like, "Okay, cool." So I'm like, "Fuck it, I'll do it." And and my friend Keith, Keith Moore, like one of my best friends. Um, I tell him about it. He's like, yo, he's like, you know what I hope he does to you? It's like, I hope he gets in the fucking car and I hope he fucking falls asleep as soon as he gets in. <laughs> and as soon as you pull up to his place, I hope he wakes up and says <laughs> thank you and, and, and leaves. So I'm like, ah, that's not going to happen. So the night of the show, like I meet him and he's on, you know, he seems to not be the soberest of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead, like the show, he was contracted to do 70 minutes. He does 70 minutes. And then from there, he decides to do some like fucking like Andy Kaufman fucking thing for like 30 or 40 more minutes that cleared out the place because he just talked about, I, I don't know what he did. It, it was insane. He just finished his set and then he got on the mic and him and, and his, uh, hype man just talked nonsense and everyone, you know, 10 minutes, oh, this is so funny. 20 minutes, huh, okay. 30 minutes, like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Is this a spoken what, word performance? What, non what nonsense? What were they um, so basically, like, they were done with their fucking set, and he was just like, hey, man. He's like, you know what I really like? Uh, he's like, I like Skype. You know, and then his, like, hype man is just, like, going back and forth. And he's like, yeah, he's like, Skype. And then he was just like, I also like refrigerators, like refrigerators, you know, like, cause you get in and there's like soda and it's nice and cold and we're just like funny, funny. And then it just like, he, he must've done it on purpose. And there was like another performance. He hasn't said anything that wasn't correct though. I mean, yeah. most things are pretty <laughs> You know, I was cool. going to say my refrigerator, <laughs> it, it just went out. Did it? Uh-huh. Right. So, uh. You gotta you know. appreciate it, yeah. then, right? So you're <laughs> yeah, feeling yeah. what he's putting so out. So basically, cool you would have been like repairman, maybe. You know? <laughs> yeah, Get, give him a call. Then he started talking about porn stars, and I was like, "Yeah, I perked up." I was oh like, yeah, oh, look at really Listen, that, I, yeah. I, completely. So he wanted to meet Lisa Ann. Ooh. And, and at the time, I, my <laughs> friend worked at a strip club, and that's who would dance there all the time. So I was like, "I, I, got could, I could probably do that." <laughs> Um, so, okay, so he, he's wasted and finally gets the fuck off. Instead of, like, 12 when he was supposed to leave, we start leaving at 1.30 in the morning. My girlfriend comes with me who can give two shits about who the fuck Cool Keith is. <laughs> but she's like, whatever, this guy is, you know, my, my boyfriend's happy and stupid, you know, like, I'm like, you don't understand. He, he's ultra-magnetic. Ultra <laughs> she's like, yeah, whatever. She's sitting in the front seat, so it's him and his hype man. We get in. It's August. It was a little chilly in the air, I guess, whatever. So we're driving, but it's still, it's fucking August. This guy's like, uh, 
hey, can you uh, turn up the heat? I was just like, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Sorry, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Cool. But uh, like, you know, like this was like Exit 62. I'm like, I, I would fall asleep. He's like, all right, cool. He's like, can we stop at a diner or something? I'm just like, okay. I'm like, no. I'm like, how about 7-Eleven? He's like, okay, cool. So then they get like, we get 7-Eleven. He gets out w- with my girlfriend and um, he wanted tea. So my girlfriend tells me, she she tells him, she's like, oh, they have like chamomile or whatever, explaining to him what they have there. And he looks at her. He's like, yeah, that'll do. Thanks. <laughs> completely. <laughs> I'm just like, this guy just played you. <laughs> whatever. So she gets him the tea and then we get back in the car and sure enough, he falls asleep. Wow. And he fucking slept. Keith was right, man. <laughs> yeah. He fucking like this. This is the conversation. I'm driving. Right. And I'm like sitting there thinking like, OK, cool. Keith fucking legend. Um. I'm like, hey, man. I'm like, so what's it like to work with MF Doom? Crickets. <laughs> His hype man elbows him. He's like, huh, huh, huh? He's like, oh, he wants to know what it's like to work with MF Doom. He's like, oh, oh, yeah, that guy's cool. <laughs> right back to sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, you got like, after you 20- took him to the fucking diner, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I don't know. That was like the worst. Get so some cheese fries or something, wake <laughs> his ass up. I would much rather have chuck billy steal my weed because that was like very like it was just quick this was like a two hour because he made me stop like six other places really and by the time we got to his apartment it was like 3 30 in the morning my girlfriend was scavenger hunt this fucking guy's got you going on (laughs) yo it was like the most it was like the opposite of cool like (laughs) like completely he should have turned that uh, backwards like corn man like that shit was uncool keith he was yeah he was uncool keith that night but whatever i got the fucking story so he gives a shit there you go um what about um what did you guys do anything like since last episode yeah i fucking watched a shitload of movies which was pretty cool um, what the hell did I watch? I watched that that Office Christmas Party movie. That was pretty fucking. Did good. you see that? Mm-hmm. That was uh, fucking. I, I I started watching it and then I I didn't finish. Yeah, it. I thought it was pretty fucking I liked funny. It. Yeah, Who's that T that? that T J Miller. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that fucking guy, I just look at him and I start cracking. Jason, up. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah. Did, did the guys from the state write that movie? I don't know. I don't know who wrote it. I feel like they might have because some of those guys were actually in the yes. movie. Yep. And my girlfriend put it on, and I never have any faith on anything that she puts on. And I just watched it. It was like in the afternoon, and it was fucking pretty funny. It was, and it bombed in the theater. I don't know why. Well, the theater is different now. Like I, I don't really. I think uh, technology kind of made everything weird. You would know because yeah. you sell records for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just almost like I, I feel like a movie. It's turned into like a record. Like if it finds you, cool. But uh, I mean, you could always play shows. I don't know what a movie does. I guess a movie goes to like Netflix. Yeah. Um, well, a, a movie could like people like to go out and see live bands. You know what I mean? I feel like people still all go go out to uh, movies for the same reason that they go see a band live, sure. just to get out and. Well, certain fun. movies like like Star Wars, it's like an event. Lots of people go, but you know, technology and televisions and surround sound and all this cool shit yeah. is so available for you to have in your living room, in the comfort of your living room, without any annoying ass fucking people around you. You know, yeah. what I mean? and it's cheaper. Yeah. It, that's what they have to compete. That's with. That's what they have to know? compete with, and what they're doing now, which fucking sucks, because I've been going to the movies lately, um, is they're raising the prices. 
Yeah. So like right now, if, if like me and someone go to the movies, it's like fifty bucks. Oh yeah. By the time it's like said and done. So if like if you're if you're a kid, yeah, you're probably not thinking like I'm gonna take my date to the movie. You know, uh, that's New York. Do in in, uh, in Michigan, Husna, my wife, and I have gone to movies for four dollars and fifty cents, five dollars. But here, like like Long Beach movie theater is like thirteen or fourteen dollars, and it's ridiculous, and it's not nice. You know, it's a very small. Thirteen, thirteen, and fourteen is is like the price now, and yeah. like now they hit you with like. Um, I went to go see um, what the Belco Experiment and Life recently, which are two completely different movies. And now they like what they did. So they have these like big like comforter seats. So I guess you could only fit so many of those. Yeah. But it's like, how comfortable do you want to make it? Like I'm sitting there thinking like, yeah, but for old people (laughs) like us, yo. Like I might fall asleep and like miss out on my twenty dollar well, movie. I got a kid, so I'll go to the movies that I'm like, oh god. And so if I doze off, twenty dollar nap for lasagna. I'm cool with that. He's cool. paying some, paying attention for an hour and a half. It's like a babysitter. Yeah, you know, I paid twenty bucks for it. So <laughs> you know, that, for an hour uh, and a half. That's that's comfort, the, that's you know? the angle. So your kid <laughs> is doing his thing. For me, I'm sitting there thinking like, uh, for me, I, I want to have an uncomfortable seat because I want to basically be awake for the whole movie. I want it to be like torture. Not enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I want to enjoy the movie, but not my seat too much because I'm like sitting back there and the yeah, only thing that keeps- that. Remember those red, you yeah. know, they were, oh God, Gum stuck awful. on it. Yeah. And, oh, I can't go no. back there. I've been too, I'm too comfortable now. They're, they're, they're and what nice. if the movie sucks and you get a shitty seat, you yeah. know? Life is pretty. pretty If the movie's shitty, at least I'm, I can chill. I'm comfortable. You're, you're there. I got double cup rests. Nice. You know what I'm saying? You can't underestimate that. You got two cup rests. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, you know, yeah, I don't know. I guess like it's really hard to compete. Um, Mm -hmm. with with sitting at home. Sure. There was you could actually pick the fucking seats that you want to sit at, but I'm thinking like. I don't want to do that. I'm like looking for the ones that are the furthest away from people. And like, you know, like there was like a whole row next to me. And then these two people bought the two seats next to me. And the guy like sat next to me. He's like, what's up? I was like, (laughs) 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 and I'm by myself watching the movie. Like, all right, whatever. But it's like, it's, was it empty? Like there was millions of seats and picked right next to you. I could have moved. I could have moved over, but I didn't want to offend the guy. Like, that's weird. It's the same guy at the gym that, has to use the treadmill right next to you, and the whole fucking place is empty. Oh, that's me. <laughs> I, I've done that. So I, I, as long as it's like you know, like I like, it's my like the shit. urinal rule. Nice. So. When you walk in, uh, they're empty. You're supposed to. That's why you I just know. pee right in the sink, man. You know, <laughs> cut, cut the middleman out. Stay away from people. Um, do you I, watch? Do you watch The Walking Dead? No, never. I, I've never watched. Why? Uh, you know, I, I'm not into it. I'm not into that kind of. You're not into zombies, or you're just not into that. The whole zombie. It doesn't entertain me or or frighten me or because it's not real hmm. so i don't i don't really enjoy it so what yeah, do you don't want get started on it because it'll I... disappoint you anyway <laughs> you know i think well, everything will disappoint you eventually this is true yeah. anything that scares like a Smith me is... song right there oh sorry oh, <laughs> go ahead it's, it's like a true story of a horrible person committing terrible brutal murders that's scary to me okay like mm-hmm. what okay. i don't know like on id you know they have a oh, show yeah. called um 
like Mike, Mike agrees. Fear that neighbor. Yeah. Fear that yeah. neighbor. <laughs> and like uh, obsession and web of lies. And, and there are these terrible stories where these people are just abusing this person that isn't or is on the show. They might be dead or not, you know? Yeah. But uh, I like that. That's, that, you know, it scares me. That's I, what get that. I, mean, not, I get not, that. Not, not I watch zombies. a lot of those shows. I like Escaped, uh, Most Evil, all those like real yeah. scenarios because that shit really happened. Those people are out there. I, I guess those zombie stuff is just, you know, I'm not expecting to be scared by anything anymore. I'm not at my expecting. Age, so it's just fun, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like at this point, like it's like fucking cancer and not being able to like make a living are the two scariest things yeah. you know what i'm saying like or comfortable news. seats at the movie theater yeah. that's, the, that's the real <laughs> fucking enemy right there yeah. i know that's number three though <laughs> <laughs> so it's like way back sean, um, sean brought up a uh a thing about norm mcdonald like everybody's so scared of flying but then norm mcdonald's like well he was like well what about your heart what about your heart? And ah, what about your heart? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. huh? It's just there, and it'll just go off sometimes. Like, wow. So, I'm really fucking scared of flying. And it's funny because um, we were going to talk about festivals, and you just played a festival when we yeah. were when we were young. And like last week, right? So I texted him. I was like, "Oh, cool! Festivals are going to be what we're going to talk about." And he's like, "Oh, why don't you come?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay." I'm like thinking in my head, Karen's away for the weekend. I'm like, you're like, oh, you can stay in my hotel room. I'll get you in. Did right, you say cool. where the festival was? Did you- California. Yeah. Yeah. So in my head, I'm <laughs> thinking like, I've never been to California. That sounds like a great plan. Right. And I'm just like checking. I'm like, all right, cool. Like six, 700 bucks, like for the round trip. That's not bad. And then I check. And for some reason, last minute is more fucking money. Yeah. Why? It was like $1,200 for a round trip. Because if you're doing it last minute, they got you. You clearly need, you're like desperate. You know yeah. what I mean? If you're planning in advance, I think that's what it is. Like, this guy's got to go somewhere fast. We can charge him whatever the fuck we want to. Yeah, because like even for someone like me that bailed, there was somebody that's like 12, fine, whatever. Yep, I got I to gotta get there. So here it is. And like yeah. for five minutes, I was going to California. I was going to go watch Morrissey. <laughs> I was going to go watch Alkaline Trio. Uh, he wanted to rape me in his hotel room, which was weird. <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> that five minutes must have been awesome. Nice. <laughs> Yo, well, Marcy played the day before we played. All right, so now I feel better. Did he make? <laughs> did he finish that show? I read he uh, just well, walked off on he did. recently. Yeah. Well, yeah, he does that all the time. But yeah. um, what I did hear was last minute he was threatening to just not show up. <laughs> and then, so I guess the people at the festival had to be like, no, 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 here's this much more money no 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 this much more money fine and i think he got paid two hundred thousand more dollars oh i love this shit but what the fuck is this dude doing i'm a morrissey apologist yeah me too just as a smiths fan Mm -hmm. just like i'm an axel rose apologist actually maybe, maybe not so much anymore um but it's like why what is the frame of mind that makes you do something like that and especially he couldn't even get a distributor for his last record. He yeah. was going through hell, somebody to release his shit. So you'd think he'd be like, oh, thank God I got it out. People want to see me. I got a career. Like, Yeah. But supposedly the last time his voice went out or something. But uh, I don't know. How it's, could it's, someone it's who... It's bizarre. If you're buying a ticket for one of his shows, you're basically just rolling the you're dice. You're rolling the yeah, dice. Yeah. Especially now. I didn't even know that he did that for for that. So, Yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. You know? Diva, like, man. Like I, 
I do the same thing for like, you know, I'm a Weezer apologist. Mm-hmm. Axel apologizing Rose apolog- too much, bro. Yeah, that's what it is, right? <laughs> I'm a Walking Dead apologist. <laughs> Yo, I just so I, I just told somebody that my favorite Weezer album was uh, Beverly Hills, and they believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who the hell did you tell that to? Uh, we were in Australia, and we were touring with this band Acceptance, and we were, Weezer got brought up, and he was like, oh, what's your favorite album? And I was just, Beverly Hills? And he was like, huh. <laughs> he fucking tweeted right away. Nice. Sitting next to the guy from Taking Back Sunday has no fucking clue. I finally had to go do it. I'm kidding. It's a joke. And the Beverly Hills one, that fucking song sucks. Terrible. You know, mm-hmm. but once again, there's a band that had two amazing records and everything since then. I liked their last two albums, but like those first two records and B sides were so good for me that like I ate shit on the rest of those fucking records like they were just fucking terrible well mm. you know the green the green album i thought was uh pretty it was, good it was okay it just wasn't like the first two because it was like such a safe record yeah island in the sun i thought was a good song though. it's a good song i guess for like z100 and shit like that you know so i mean i'm just saying so you know but um, yeah, for those five minutes, this guy made me happy. I was like, "Yo, Mark, I'm like, let's do it, Cali." <laughs> like I'm in, and then I checked the flights. I was like, "All right, man, I'm at. I'm staying in fucking uh, wherever the fuck I was, Holbrook at the time, or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, probably the most depressing town." On it was like the polar opposite of uh, where you were thinking about going. Oh my god! You're picking up what spf do i need out yeah. there is it what's the what what's how should i pack should do i need a sweatshirt i heard it's cold at night yeah. and it's hot during the day but it's a dry heat yeah, and then gonna i'm gonna stay in holbrook yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna sit there i'll meet bill stevenson from the descendants well, at least they got mama you definitely here. wouldn't nice. Nice. nice good bill place. stevenson listen i, I tried to met. go up on stage while they were playing oh and, and they were uh, not having it well i mean there was people up there and then when I asked whoever was running the state, the guy, I talked to the dude right before we went on, and I have a New York Yankees tattoo. So we're talking about New York Yankees tattoo, yada, 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 from New York. And I'm talking to this dude for like five, ten minutes, and we're getting along great. And then I, I went to... Uh, he tried to shimmy by him. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hold on, like, man. Hey, can I get on stage? <laughs> and he just looked at me, no. I was like, all right. I that's, we, that's weird. I thought we had a moment. That's <laughs> weird, you know? Yeah. I guess you get in trouble if you let, like, mm-hmm. he's like the gatekeeper, I guess, or something. Maybe. Do you guys have one when you play? You know, I don't know. I was actually wondering if people were trying to get on while we were playing and then the same thing was happening. Yeah. So like, maybe that didn't maybe. happen. Maybe, yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, yo, uh, let me, can I see Taking Back Sunday? And they're like, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. No, so. fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's always fun. The times that I've seen you from from the side, uh, you know, I was like the stage potato, and it's like a fun thing to see every now and then because you see like you see like yeah stage potato all day long. <laughs> so, funny. so you see like the perspective of of like you know playing like a fucking pretty massive show, yeah. but still the best sound is just out there somewhere. Oh yeah, of course, <laughs> completely. Yeah. Of course, you're like next to somebody's amp. You're like yeah, cool. Yeah. You know, but like, but that experience, you know, how often the, do you get? You uh, gotta. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. we're three failed musicians. Mm-hmm. So every now and then you're just like, let me just peek at see you. how the other like, half looks. Yeah, yeah. let me see. This could have been me. For five minutes. <laughs> I'm like, mm, yeah, I think I could do this. I'm like, all right, get the fuck off here. <laughs> so um, now let's talk about festivals real quick. Unless, did you have 
something else? No, nah, just shit that I watched. Okay. I, I know that you and I watched uh, Split. I didn't finish Split. Oh, you Split. didn't finish. Great movie. I gotta finish nah, Split. That was very good. Are you an M. Night guy? Nah. Mike, you liked it? Hell yes. Yeah? Yeah. I yeah. It was so good. Why do you hate everything? What, what do you like? <laughs> you know, Tell I, me. I don't even know what that uh, split is. You know, I like um, documentaries. Louis Thoreau. Yeah. Big oh, fan. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's he's really good. He was on. Uh, what the fuck was he on? He's got a couple of things new. I didn't listen to the Joe Rogan episode, but I don't know if I would like it. Which, you know, I like his movies. What docs are you talking about? Documentaries. Um, what did he do? He did like. I love documentaries. He does one on like the porn industry, like like dudes in the porn industry, and uh, man, he's done so much. Uh, one where he went out to like a uh, like a prostitution, legal prostitution house out in Nevada somewhere. Oh, I might have seen that. Is that that uh, Mustang Ranch or something oh, like bunny, that? Bunny Ranch. Always, yeah, that's a Bunny Ranch. Bun- yeah. Something like that. I yeah. might have seen that. Yeah. Might have been. He does a lot of shit, and it's all like on YouTube. A lot of it you could find on there. Mm-hmm. I'll just send you some links. Yeah, I, I, I that's might be passing horror as my favorite genre. I watch mm. so many documentaries. I could watch a documentary on anything because truth is getting way stranger than fiction. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean. It's some crazy oh, shit out there. I like Mike agreeing over there. <laughs> yeah. Every now and then, I just got to look at Mike Malamo in the back agreeing. He's hanging with the warrior. Well, we never had a live audience before. <laughs> yeah, we, we never did. Instant feedback. <laughs> we did. Yo, honestly, you're I'm right. I'm checking over. Is uh, Mike like this? Is Mike, does Mike like what Mikey direction? Mikey likes it. Every now and then, put your thumb up or down. See if we're going in the right that, direction. That's actually what he's been doing. So, um, so I wanted to basically talk about festivals real quick. Um because I love them, but I know a lot of people hate them. Um, like, obviously, the first one. Can we say the first one's Lollapalooza? Um, Can you think well, of anything before? Woodstock? Yeah. Woodstock. Wow. There was a little one called Woodstock. Hold Jesus on. Christ. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, shit that we were, oh, like, okay. Ultimate, man. Yeah. I don't know if you guys Woodstock? know how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When the Hell's Angels stabbed <laughs> that guy during Jagger. Didn't you... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you bring over like the gauze after you got stabbed? <laughs> I did. I bandaged that guy. Yeah, you can bad. see me in the Give Me Shelter documentary. <laughs> nice. Lollapalooza was the first traveling one I yeah, remember. Right? You know, I went from town to town. That wasn't just a one day or whatever. But. And I fucking loved like the concept of it because it was like right away it was like completely different. It was like okay, we're gonna have ministry. We're gonna have Ice Cube. Yeah. We're gonna have Jane's addiction. We're gonna have iced tea. Like fuck, you know. Yeah. Like I love it. Um, and maybe it's something that comes with like age as you get older. Maybe as you get older, maybe you don't want to go to. It's a young man's game. Is it's it a, a young long, man's game? Hot day. Oh, yeah. yeah. People yeah. smell really yeah. bad. You know, <laughs> water costs like eighteen dollars. Oh, forget about it. Yeah. You well, know. It's I w- tough. I want to shout out the Orion Festival, the Metallica one. Oh, yeah. They were giving out free water. That's pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm surprised. Lars, <laughs> Lars probably had an angle on yeah. that shit. <laughs> he probably owned the water company, got some kickback. But that is cool, though, because they should. People get dehydrated really oh, yeah. sick out there. It you know? does. What I noticed about festivals, for, for my experience, is like for the first half of the day, you're basically sweating and squinting at a band in the back. And you kind of hear them, mm-hmm. but then as like night comes on, there's like that one band that plays right before it gets dark. Yeah, and you're like, yes, yes. You're like, now I'm having a good time. 
the first like six hours have been fucking kind of miserable, <laughs> you know, but still it's like a, a mixtape. Like, you know, you, you get to walk around and stuff like that. So now you're on the other end. Like, how do you feel about playing them or do you enjoy playing like those <clears throat> open air? Huge... You, usually something happens with taking back Sunday to where it always goes terrible. Someone <laughs> always gets way too drunk or, um, yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> <laughs> and and we usually do terrible on them and and so it depends on what time fan. of day you go on like yeah. how drunk somebody could get like yeah. longer it's... it's always someone else <laughs> that's doing it but um yeah i mean you know we've done festivals in the uk mm-hmm. where uh, you know i got to i got to watch uh, rage against the machine nice. on the stage when they that's got awesome. back together what year that's was that killer. was that like 2006 probably something yeah, that like that about right. what festival was it Reading and Leeds. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. like wow. That's yeah. that's like big. pretty. That's big. Pretty time. cool. Yeah. That was the best. It was yeah. really, yeah. really yeah. like while yeah. they were playing. I, I was like, um, I can't believe them right yeah. here looking at this. That that's and Download cool. isn't that the other big one? Download. Well, Download. Download's a metal Download festival. That's what be... Donington. Yes. Donington, I believe. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but the European festivals are so good. I oh, think they're huge. Um, I mean, with the Euro Rail or whatever, like you, you could go from Spain to Germany, no problem, real quick. America's so fucking big. You know, I can't get to Chicago for Lollapalooza that easy. You know what yeah. I mean? If they're going to do that one show. But you could get the whacking or whatever. Like, it's not that hard to go from one country to another and pack in these amazing in. festivals, you know? but And, and like, when, when you play these festivals uh, with Taking Back Sunday, like, it's got to be, I guess, like a catch-22 because it's, you're getting people that m- normally wouldn't come to see you. Um, but also... It's like sometimes you probably look in there and maybe you see like a, like five people digging it and the other people being like, what is this? Like, So that's got to be interesting, I guess. Yeah. If we, if we play well, then yeah, it's good. And people like look up and they're like, oh, you know what? Take these guys. Yeah. I mean, I mean recently we started um, doing better with that situation, but it was for years every time that we played a festival. It was awful. We would just play terribly and not gain one fan but i was gonna say you know the first time that we went to the uk we played download festival and it's an, it's all metal bands mm-hmm. and uh they put us on before slayer oh wow. my god that's awesome yeah, wow. really well <laughs> we well, were supposed to tell the tale yeah <laughs> we were supposed to play after slayer but something happened with their flights and blah 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 and they're like you know what you just go ahead you play now How and, is, it, so- and it was like 10,000 Slayer fans and they were like no waiting no. for waiting for Slayer, Slayer. switch the oh my, oh my god. god that's like, even oh, it that's was brutal let me tell you situation. it was just as bad as you could possibly think Fuck. it would go i mean guys slayer's going to be on right after taking back sunday <laughs> yeah yeah hold up here we are though king 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 you know just playing the band before them probably, all right get ready for slayer <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes they're going to be uh, wait uh, everybody like gets over there if you oh. want to feel like a weak band yeah. go on before slayer oh. i mean that happens to every band that plays before slayer except for like what hatebreed maybe I think band, or the only other band that they tore Lamb of God seems yeah. like only now. And I, th- I think Killswitch Engage <laughs> got along with it too. I think that they were. I saw Killswitch there, and they yeah. were getting the shit, but they were they were having fun with yeah. it. You know yeah. what I mean? If you, it, but um, 
It's it's it's, it's a tough I can't thing imagine that being because yeah. most of like it seems like anytime I'm at a Slayer show, it's like people that don't listen to anything ever in their whole lives except for Slayer because yeah. all they do is fucking like I know because I probably go with like three or four of those dudes and they <laughs> yell they they've been yelling Slayer from Ronkonkoma <laughs> to Penn Station to the fucking two openers yeah. till Slayer gets on. Till Slayer gets off. Once home. we get back on the train, they're still, yo, that, I'm not even making this shit up. They're still I, I yelling. I totally believe you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's got to be really hard because like that, that I was probably base. on that train. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was one time that Slayer played the same night as uh, Jimmy Buffett and the train was like uh, all parrot heads and Slayer fans. Wow. Yeah. It was pretty I interesting. I can actually see that going real well. It <laughs> was just well. like. People were just yelling Slayer anyway, and then there was people in like shitty like Hawaiian shirts. Like that. I'm visualizing like the like the Hawaiian shirts all sitting on one side of the train, <laughs> totally. and the Slayer guys over there. So, wow. but um, what was uh? So I guess that uh download was probably like the your your most memorable festival. You think? Yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. That's pretty that was fucking memorable. huge, I mean, man. It became like a thing. Like everybody heard about it. And when you said Haypreed, like Jamie Josta came up, like people from bands came up to watch what was happening, and it was mm-hmm. bottles, of whatever. Oh, so uh, it really was like. And how long was your set that that time? You guys did like ten songs well, or something. We had to stop. Oh, we had to stop playing, and then uh, Slayer eventually showed up, and then, um, <laughs> then we played after them. Oh, so we played a little bit, got pissed thrown at us. And then they're like, oh, okay, yeah, it was a bad idea. Like the festival people. Wow. And then, uh, oh. Oh. Wait, so then they came on and then you guys went on after them for the rest of the set? Is that what I'm... Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one that was there to see you that. You know what it wow. is? It's just like two totally different styles of music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Completely. Like I can't think of anyone that they could put in there besides maybe Sepultura or something. Not even today's Sepultura. Like yeah, if they got the like 1986 one. Sepultura yeah. and threw them in there, you know? like yeah, that's a tough one. Maybe Exodus yeah, or something. Like, there's no band that they could fucking fish in there. Maybe no. Power Trip, man. You know, maybe Power, Power Trip, Trip could pull man. it off. Yeah. Yeah, that oh, fucking killer. Power Trip record's so good. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Killer crossover. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, we asked Mark to basically give us a list of his uh, favorite Beatles records from uh, least to favorite, man. You want to get in that? Well, I thought we were doing five. Oh right. yeah, we'll do five. All right, and and uh, I know, you know, the Beatles are an interesting thing, right? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I hated the Beatles. I hated the fucking Beatles till I got in my thirties, and the only reason I hated the Beatles was because I felt that they were like fucking parents' bands. I'm like, guys, you know. But then I hated Led Zeppelin too, for no reason. It was just because, like, it's like, oh no, you were a rebel. Yeah. You had to. You didn't know why. You just yeah, had to do Yeah, I'm just it. like, nah, man, Fugazi or whatever, you know, I was saying. Um, and then as I got older, I was like, okay, they basically have the best songs ever written. Yeah. Mm. They're, they're the best band of all, all right. time. Mike, you no agree back there? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Way better than Billy Joel? Fuck Billy Joel. Don't <laughs> you fucking start with Billy Joel. Fuck that guy. Shout out. So, okay, go ahead, Mark. Um... You know, I, talking about Billy Joel, so the guy, uh, my drum tech, his name is Evan, he also works for a bunch of, like, pop people, and uh, he's doing SNL with Harry Styles from that 
you know, one direction. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, every Long Island cliche that could have happened today when I was hanging out with him happened. Like, dude blasting Billy Joel in his car. <laughs> oh. People honking horns, screaming for no reason. Like a little girl. Like I was I was driving into the Long Beach uh, train station and, and like a little girl mean mugged us hard. Yeah. She might have been like 11. I was like, look at this little... And her mom fucking holding down the horn. Fuck you! <laughs> And I was just, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's looking at me like, is this real right now? Yeah. <laughs> um, but was, uh, was, Beatles, it, uh, was it Down East or Alexa you guys were rocking in the car? Or? <laughs> uh, we didn't start the fire. Yeah. Oh. I remember being in, in uh, I think it was eighth grade, and I don't even know why they let this fucking kid in the cafeteria do it, but he wanted to say the lyrics. Yo, picture this. We're all fucking having lunch, and we're it's like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And this fucking guy is a David Krause, I believe his name was, gets on the mic and they allow him, maybe because it was like all like these historical references and shit, they let him fucking just say the lyrics to the whole song. I don't even know why. That's how banging Wait, it Wait, no got. musical accompaniment? No. It just was freestyle. Just... Freestyling. Was there any reason? I don't remember because it was Did he do it with a rhythmic grade. tempo? Or he, he just like read it acapella? straight up? Nah, he was a fucking... <laughs> I was going to say he was a nerd, but I guess we were all nerds in eighth grade. I can't really think of any. Like boys to men acapella? Yeah, it, like it was just shit? like he, uh, like, like, like Stormfront was so banging. Spoken word poetry at <laughs> yeah. the oh cafeteria. God, fucking load a gun and French hand fries. it to me if I had to fucking it, sit through that. <laughs> that shit had like more words than It's the End of the World by R.E.M., I think. It was just constant <laughs> fucking like. When he finished, was it like silence? Did you stand up and clap? I think the slow, slow 80s slow clap. clap. No, <laughs> 80s clap. I don't think. I think everyone just continued. Like you know, you don't give a shit. You're like, yeah, whatever. What it's like fuck, he man. didn't go into like an Elton John Yo, B side. David Krauss, man, wherever you are. <laughs> this podcast for you. So, uh, go ahead, hit us. Yes. Well, uh, number one is Abbey Road. That's my favorite. Well, l- okay. let's go five to one. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like Casey Kasem. <laughs> well, you know, I still like it, but um, I don't know, maybe like Rubber Soul. Okay. I love Rubber That's Soul. So do I. What are some songs on it, just so I remember? I don't know. Elegnor Ribby. Okay. Mm. Fantastic song. I mean, who writes a song like that? I don't know, Mike. Who writes a song like that, Mike? <laughs> um, we, we actually did a festival recently in uh, the UK, and every band on it just was screaming, and it was horrible. You know, and, and I sound like an old guy, but like you know, you're walking around and doing interviews. But um, while we were doing it, Sean just kept every song that was just worse than the one before. Uh, Sean just kept on going. Is that uh, Ella? Ella <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love. I I I think what helps that band, the Beatles, is. Just the the way the vocals are presented. I mean, obviously, we've I've never seen them live, <laughs> um, but everything is so layered, and the harmonies and the fu- I feel like they wrote every good melody in, on the planet. Yeah, I feel and like the, and the orchestra, like yeah, I think that's all George Martin. But like, yeah, he just was sounds a massive. I just watched like a really good documentary from the uh, UK. I think it's called Soundscapes, where they take like all the biggest record, you know, Dylan and all the big names of the Beatles in there. And the recording techniques that, you know, and the Beatles were very involved with it as well as time went on from when yeah. they were like a boy band or whatever till they 
started getting high probably yeah you know, <laughs> started yeah. experimenting but like they, doing a line be like oh this is really <laughs> you know the techniques that they were using way ahead of that time yeah. ahead yeah. of their time especially since they had to mm. because the technology like they were ahead of the technology yes you know so the stuff that they were trying to do and stuff so but um all right so number five you have rubber rubber soul number four maybe a magical mystery tour magical mystery tour what's on there um Magical mystery. Magical tour. mystery. Tour. <laughs> I love you know that when, song. when I'm not. You know when you don't look at an album, it's hard to think of it. Um. um That's Blue right. Jay Way. That's right. Blue Jay Way. Okay. George, that was you know one of George Harrison's songs. Yeah. Um. He he had a lot of great songs yeah. too. They all actually, aside from like Ringo, I can't think of a Ringo <laughs> song that I like. But I mean, listen, fuck him. Like he's, you know, he's fucking Ringo. He doesn't need my approval. <laughs> no, no, he's doing uh, all right. Yeah, he's doing all right. Kid's doing all right. <laughs> I used to love the Beatles so much that I used to listen to Ringo Starr's solo album, and I have it on vinyl. Actually, you know, nice. like I actually used to listen to the record when I was a little kid. That's a fan. Yeah. Yeah. And who who got you into that? Your parents? Yeah, my dad. Your dad. Okay. You see, like, my parents liked shitty music. <laughs> they never liked anything cool. Yeah. Like, they, I think it was, like, disco. Like, anything that fucking sucked, that's what they listened to. <laughs> um, I had no, and I was the oldest, so it's, like, everything that I needed to listen to, mm-hmm. it took me time. You were on your own. I was on my own. Yeah. And it was just, like, not Donna Summer or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, my mom, like, it was just, like... Two Hispanic kids from fucking Queens listening to shitty fucking music. Yeah. You know that old story, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, no. I don't know. And then maybe uh, Sergeant Peppers. Sergeant mm. Pepper. Mm. Yeah. I think uh, that was a game changer. That it was. You know, if you listen to the second Sergeant Peppers song, the last song off the album. The beat that Ringo's playing, actually, it sounds kind of like a hip hop beat. Yeah, almost. Yeah, he. Uh, they they did everything first. I feel like I, they did everything. Like I said, it's funny because I hated them, but it wasn't based on their music. It was just like I felt like. I felt like it was one of those things that like it's like all right, you like the Beatles, like it's like the easy answer. It's mm-hmm. like of course, but then as you get older, it's like yeah, I guess they kind of fucking because even the older shit. Like, there's so many good songs on there. So. Yeah. Uh, but A Day in the Life on that record is one of the best songs ever written. Yes. Yeah. So the fact that um, they had two two separate parts, um, you know, th- you, you had the the, the uh, Paul part and the John part, and they wrote them separately, and then they put them together, and somehow it worked, kind of like Pink Floyd did with Wish You Were Here. Oh, great fucking album. Right? Yeah. So that song, Wish You Were Here, um same thing it was just two different parts that the two guys just put together and we're still talking about it like 50 yeah or i think 80 years probably i'll, I'll admit something completely embarrassing right uh-oh now. that my first tramp ex- stamp beatles tramp stamp yeah saint oh, anger is your I favorite <laughs> get, get the camera yeah we're gonna come clean now that fucking drum sound killer um the, my first exposure to the beatles because my parents listened to like uh glenn miller big band Platters, doo-wop, they were more into that shit. But uh Which I got, is great. It yeah. is great. Yeah, I don't mean shit like it's bad. Yeah. But um so that Beatles were a little after their, you know, long haired mm-hmm. those long haired druggies. 
to them, you know, yeah. probably they were before that generation. But anyway, from the video store, I rented the Sgt. Pepper movie. Uh-huh. You oh, know nice. that yeah. abortion of a with the Bee Gees singing, mm-hmm. yep. you know, fucking one of those musical movies oh, that yeah. everyone high on cocaine in Hollywood thought it was a great idea to great make. Great idea, man. Let's not let's have the Beatles, Sergeant Pepper, but the Bee Gees will be in it, and fucking Alice Cooper and Steve Martin. Yeah, fucking, and we'll make it like three hours. I saw that. I thought that. I thought that was like them singing. Yeah, I didn't, had no fucking idea. No. Until yeah. later, that I'm like, that wasn't even them. That wasn't even them. I was them. like, oh my God. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't get this band. Uh. <laughs> I was like, this shit is fucking weird. It's horrible. So bad. So bad. And I was like, wow. The okay. Bee Gees. Like, who Oof. fucking okayed that? I, it's it's insane. And I rewatched it recently. I don't know why. Still bad? It doesn't, yeah. It uh-huh. holds, well, the badness holds up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but, you know, I watch bad movies sometimes. Yeah. But I just was curious because it was a, a very bizarre Thing to do. I used to like uh, what was that other movie? Help when they were on the train. Was that the movie? Well, that was really them. Yeah, that yeah. was. Um, that was. I, yeah. I enjoyed Hard that, Days though. Night. Yeah, Hard Days Night. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. That yeah. used to crack me up when I was young. I think you were going to say that. something like you like the monkeys better or some shit. I yeah, think... the monkeys are fucking good. Really? That was my first concert. I'll go with that. I thought you were going to truth uh, bomb us right there. The monkeys yeah. are good. Yeah. They were kind of put together, but Michael Nesmith is very talented. Invented white. And Head was a good movie. <laughs> anyway, yeah, <laughs> I went to go see them once, and only three out of the four guys showed up. Really? Who didn't, yeah. uh, who didn't show? Davy. I think it was Davy. Yeah, You're probably broken hearted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I no think daydream I, believer for yeah, you, motherfucker. Yeah, I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> it went from that to my next concert, which was ZZ Top and George Thorogood. Wow. wow. Who talk the fuck it. took you to that? My brother took me to both of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kicked yeah, it yeah. up a notch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fuck this monkey shit. Yeah, We're going yeah. to ZZ Top. Last train to Clarksville. Good song. That's it. Great so, song. That's a great. Yeah. What's up, Mike? Rivers Cuomo yeah. just wrote a bunch of his songs for the monkeys. Really? The monkeys just released a new song for a new album, and most what? of them are written by Rivers Cuomo. Aren't they like dead? No. Who? <laughs> One Rivers Cuomo dead. from from Weezer. Mike Mike just said Rivers Cuomo from Reza, Weezer wrote some new monkey songs for them. It's like hmm. breaking news. <laughs> we have breaking news coming in right now. It's like Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> yeah, we need- Weezer is writing songs for the monkeys. We'll have more as it, as it comes in. This is a rapidly changing situation, and I will continue to apologize for them. <laughs> so, all right, what's your number two? Yes, um, White Album. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then Abbey Road. Abbey Road. Yeah. What's, uh, remind me what's on Abbey Road? Um, uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> Put you on the spot? You know, I you're, can yo, never you're, remember. You're a poser Beatles fan. No, no, no. <laughs> See, uh, I'm not. I'm really, but I can't remember, you know, album yeah. songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Listen, you hear it first here, man. Mark from uh, Taking Back Sunday said Abbey Road, number one Beatles record. Yeah. You know. Hard to argue. We're going to have Mike yeah. Malama tweet it out right now. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely. Years ago, I said that there's a song called She's So Heavy on, on Abbey Road, and I think that that might be the first metal song. Listen to that riff. Uh, it's okay. heavy. It's a uh, you know, really heavy song. I mean, you know. Helter Skelter, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, that I'll was on White Album. Re- yes, yes. Yeah, right. Helter Skelter, definitely. Even like Motley Crue. I feel like... Actually, yeah, they covered did. it on Shot at the Devil. Yeah. That was a great fucking record, too. So. And Charles Manson. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Yo, shout to out that. to Charles Manson. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Hope you get better. I heard he's sick. <laughs> 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 get better, Charlie. 
sending you well Come wishes. back to the family. <laughs> Uh, Red River Podcast. <laughs> oh, serial killers. So, all right. Um, now that we got that out of the way, we're basically going to talk to Mark. You know, uh, I met him a few years ago, and uh, you know, we became chummy just from playing in a band that barely exists, but still, awesome guy. You know. Um, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. So, all right. I got to ask you, how did you start playing music? Like, what, what was the first thing? Like, uh, was it drums was your first love, like, automatically? Well, I, you know, I loved music right off the bat. And then um, my, uh, it was a Christmas party at my aunt and uncle's house. And uh, they had a snare drum in their basement. So that's, I asked if I could take it home. And my aunt said yes. And how old were you? Eight. Eight. Wow. Okay, and did you play along to 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 records at that point with that uh, snare? You know, no, no, I didn't play along until I got a drum set. You know, I don't know, maybe I was ten. ten. I don't know. No, oh, that's awesome! Ten. Yeah. So I guess your dad showing you like the Beatles stuff, like you said, obviously, like he probably loved the fact that you wanted drums. I think, right? I don't think he. You know, he doesn't play anything. He doesn't play music. He likes music, classic rock, but um. There was nothing, like, he didn't, he was always cool, like, yeah, go out, you know, do the best you can with drumming, blah, 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 blah. When Taking Back Sunday uh, got signed, my mom was real pissed that I was not going to Nassau Community College <laughs> anymore. <laughs> no. Every Sorry parent's dream. Stay at Nassau yeah. Community College, she said. No way, I Mom. Said, we no, got Mom. signed to Victory Records. <laughs> We're off. <laughs> we got a $10,000 <laughs> deal at Victory Records, nice. and we signed away all of our publishing. We're oh. going to do... Sorry, I don't know if I'm actually legally allowed to bring that up. I don't think I am. There's like 10 people that listen to this fucking right. thing. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so but yeah, they were cool. They were both cool. Yeah, they were both cool. And because and like... That's a commitment. Once you get a drum set, because that's what you had. Like your parents yeah. have to know that you're not going to play quietly on on the couch. No. You're not going to hum along to shit. You're going to be banging shit yeah. <laughs> like completely. I remember when they got me silencers. I was like, well, what the fuck is the point of this? I want to fucking hear that shit. Yeah. 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 No, no fun. No, no fun. No reason to fucking keep it quiet. You know? <laughs> and, and now they have the electronic drum kits, which yeah. are pretty cool. You yep. put the headphones. <sighs> Are no? they though? Are they that cool? I, listen, I don't play drums. You do. <laughs> you tell me. I guess they're not that cool. I don't think that they're no? as much fun. Do you have one? I do. <laughs> okay, but it's. I don't play it. Oh don't really? Play it, though, yeah. I just. Yeah. It's. It doesn't feel the same. The bounce is weird. And then it's just not set up the way I could properly practice my drums. You hit too hard. That's what it is. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you need to relax. <laughs> so, so once you start playing, like how how long before, like let's say you meet people that you play with? Well, Sean, um, our bass player, him and I grew up around the block from each other in Baldwin. Okay. So, I mean, like him and I had a band together immediately, even though we were just playing garbage. But uh, you know, like we what? wanted like the band garbage. No. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. It's only happy when it rains. <laughs> yeah. Is we, that true? <laughs> we strictly played garbage at age All right, 10. So, so he, he got a bass too, or was he playing guitar at that time? I think he might have had a keyboard at that point. Oh, God. But, you know, Casio. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Maybe in a keytar? I think <laughs> he might. You know, I, I could be making that up. I think I am, but let's go with Listen, it. Listen, if we had five mics, he'd be here answering yeah, for himself. Yeah. 
guitar is just guitar envy. You know, yeah. they, got, they want to move around. This seems they like so can't. weird looking. You <laughs> yeah. know, like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I just picture like, I don't know, Saved by the Bell band or some shit. It like is that. weird looking, Did but Zach, it's hard to Zach like. Zach Attack, man. Does that have a guitar? <laughs> I'm probably. Oh, like, really? I think, like, no, I, I, I think, think, no, I think Lisa, was standing. I think Lisa yeah. Turtle Lisa. played it, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, shout right. out to Lisa Turtle uh, right hot. now, who's, well, she's not hot anymore. No. Losing her mind at this moment. She went crazy. Her last name was Voorhees, though. Of course she went crazy. <laughs> Lark Voorhees. Wow, that is true. Right. But maybe it was her all along. Yeah. <laughs> her Jeez. little Kim looked look very similar. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, Have now. you ever been seen in the same place? <laughs> no. <laughs> something. Yeah. Um. All right. So then you and Sean get together, and and like, so he's been with you for that long, like from like the beginning. Yeah. 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 We've been in bands together since maybe you know nine, eight, nine. Well, like so. And Neil. And Neil, Alex's Neil. little brother. That's you know? right. No, yeah. that's right. I haven't seen him in forever. Um, so, when did let's go with Taking Back Sunday? Went like uh, Taking Back Sunday started like what ninety seven? Ninety. Well, uh, Eddie started a band called Runner Up. Okay. In ninety eight, and then whatever happened with that, I don't know. But you know, it's funny. Like my brother played in Movie Life for one album, and um, Eddie asked him about playing drums. In runner up, and and I knew who Eddie was because Sean lived across the street from Evan Bacon, so uh, we would be outside drinking, and um, anytime movie life had practice, uh, Eddie would show up and and just start being a total asshole. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go with this, and uh, <laughs> and um. So my brother was like, oh, you want to join a band with that guy? I was like, no, no, absolutely not. But my friend Terry Quinn worked with Antonio Longo, Taking Back Sunday's first drummer, right, yeah, yeah. at a, a Mexican restaurant in, in Westbury. And then he was like, yo, this dude's band needs a drummer. And then that's how I tried out. But, you know, it's funny because when I showed up, Eddie was there. I was like, oh. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh, hey. Got me anyway. Yeah. 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 So, then, so then you join, what year was that? 99. Was it really? Yeah. Fuck. It feels like so much longer ago, but I guess not. So. I mean, 99 was a long, yeah. 18, I, years, 18 years ago. Years, man. Yeah, oh. yeah, I guess uh, it's not like five years ago anymore. Um, okay, so then you join, and then like Antonio at that point is still the singer, right? Yeah. So you get in, and like, uh, do you remember, like, did they have like songs that you practiced, or what was like that first practice like? They had like a five-song demo. Which okay. I thought was horrible, okay. which it is. Okay. And um, so, but I only learned uh, one of the songs because I could only bear to listen to this one song. <laughs> okay. That's how horrible. <laughs> okay. And you were like, this. fuck it, I'm in. <laughs> well, you know, I... I Did uh, you feel like it was going to get better? Is that why? Or you I, were just... I don't know why. Like, I just wanted to play you just in a band play. again. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I learned the one song, which was a song called Go On. And uh, that was it. But um, after I tried, I, you know, I played the song, and then Antonio and Eddie came up to me. He was like, "Hey, you want to join?" And I said, oh. "I said yes, I and do." And that's it. Yeah. Okay. And then from there, like, you guys just start writing songs right away. Like, you know, what's? Uh yeah, yeah. Just all the time practicing. We pla we practice probably like five nights a week at that point. Yeah. You, literally every single night we practice, 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 and then uh, we started practicing in my parents' basement and. They just showed up without Antonio one day. And uh, so I was like, hey, you know, wh where is he? And 
Eddie's just goes, oh, I, I kicked him out today. <laughs> and uh, Adam's going to sing now. So Because Adam was playing bass at that time. Yeah. And then had it, how did Sean get in then? He got in because of because me, of you know, once we needed a bass player. And then that's it. That solidified the five right there. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And then once Adam and John started singing, like we did a demo at uh, Mike Sapone's house. And once I heard that, uh, you know, I knew that it was a special thing. Yeah. Do you remember the first thing that uh, that you guys wrote that actually made it on, on one of the records? Great Romances of the 20th Century. Okay. So right there, that song made it on a lot of mixtapes for me. Like, anytime I made a mixtape, I love that song. And that's the one with the beautiful Pussies. girls. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> and that's the one with the beautiful girls uh, yeah. sample. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, great sample back when you were allowed to do stuff yeah. like that because mm-hmm. no one you know by the time it got to someone who would give a shit it was probably like five years ago mm-hmm. it's like how dare you guys use that sample yeah. now it's like you know you use a sample and it's like on youtube and you get sued probably yeah. like the next day immediately yeah. yeah so then you start working on these songs and uh i think you guys what put out like the ep or something and you start playing shows locally yeah yeah we uh put out the five song it was called Tell Your Friends, the the five song demo. Yeah. And, you know, there was this play, one place in Belmore that we played constantly. And um, I can't remember what it's called. Ground right? Zero? Ground Zero. There you go. Yes. There yes. You go. Thank See, you. Parker knows. And uh, yeah. And actually, uh, uh, Angel Warbe, who signed us to Victory, um, heard our demo from. Um, I can't remember her name. That's all right. Can't, anyway. Abby yeah, Rhodes. So, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then that was it. We got a call from Tony Burwell. But we did, like, literally every every label said said no before Tony. Before Tony. Yeah. And then from, all right, so from there, when do you, when do you start seeing, like, the, the following? Because, like, it's a pretty legendary thing. Like, a lot of people were just saying, like, when you were playing back then, like it was just like insane the amount of people that you guys were like bringing to a local show. Yeah, I don't. I think we were playing upstate somewhere, and we sold out the place. And then uh, upstate, like upstate, like um, I don't know, Nyack or I, I don't know, Poughkeepsie. Okay, Poughkeepsie. We played. We sold out a show in Poughkeepsie, and um, how do you that, th- how do you think that happened? Do you think like so the EP made it up there, and like just all these kids were just like taking back Sundays coming to town I don't know crazy right yeah it just happened one day but I remember that one show in Poughkeepsie I was like oh my god I think this is gonna yeah maybe a thing and then from there like so like the five of you like like let's say you're you're in the car after the show like what's the vibe like you're just like holy shit you're like this is kind of like working right now I don't, you know, no, we don't ever I don't (laughs) think we ever did that (laughs) literally you guys just put botch on and kept driving <laughs> nice. I don't, yeah, I don't know. We never had that uh, kind of relationship where we do, like. Oh, Aren't you God. an emo band? Did you guys like all like you know like talk about feelings with each no. other? On the <laughs> no, never. We never brought up anything like we do that now. Do you? Like if yeah. we play a cool festival and there's uh, a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of us, you know, I can't believe that this is we're still able to do this at Absolutely. this point. Yeah, especially from from. Um, you know, I guess maybe like when you're a kid and you're younger, you just, you're just kind of like living in that moment, like, yeah. oh, whatever. Yeah. And then you go home. Did you still have a job at at that point? Probably, right? Uh, the last job I had, well, I, I was, I sold, uh, you know, I sold. 
so that was the last job I had. You but what? Sold. I sold weed and. Um, oh, really? You know, I sold. Uh, you know, different okay. types of drugs. But um, I used to uh, valet park cars, so my mom wouldn't. As a cover. yell at me. I, I had to cover too, actually. I was saying, how did you not pick up on what he was saying? You know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I have to focus. You guys you guys have a different perspective. I'm trying True. to be like, you know, like I don't want to embarrass my friend here by like yes. sounding, you know, like you guys have that focus. I'm like, oh, I'm still thinking about that so? fucking Morrissey money, man. That's what my fucking mind is. $200,000 soon. Didn't you say extra? Uh, yeah. Extra, yeah. Man, you know, when that, you should have that... sold to that guy, man. You could have made a lot. <laughs> Of money. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what drugs Marcy does. He just sucks his own. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Whatever he could afford, which is everything. Uh, so. Anal nitrate. It's yeah. like fucking back to school. Do you look at a menu and say okay? <laughs> um. So how long? All right. So 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 you get signed to Victory, and what's that feeling like? You guys are kind of like amazing, amazing, right? Because yeah, like at that point, Victory, breed. Victory yeah. was like the huge shit. label. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. You know, I did like, you know, I was, I still am a uh, big Hatebreed fan, but at that point, I just, I love them. And I was reading an interview with Jamie Josta where he was talking about um, signing there and, and the issues that they had. And literally the same day, uh, I think, you know, Eddie, maybe John, John called me and was like, hey, I think Victory Records is going to sign us, but, you know, we didn't give a shit. Whatever. You don't. Yeah, you know, because you're thinking like, okay, cool, we're on. Like just back then, especially, the thought of getting signed to anything. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, we're getting signed. Like it could have been to like fucking, you know, doorknob records. You're like, (laughs) I remember like my band sending shit out, and it was like, yo, uh, you know, whatever. Like, you know, shitbag records (laughs) just said that they're considering it. We're like, fuck yeah. I I remember (laughs) going to that office. Because they were looking oh, at you guys, victory. Yeah, oh, really? You they were, were looking Sky, at us. Yeah, for Sky Game Sk- Falling. Okay. Yeah, because they were going to offer us something, and we were just like, oh, we'll, we'll go up there, we'll talk or whatever. And I remember walking into those offices, and it was a little overwhelming. Yeah. Because it was like somewhat of a real record label. Yeah. You know? I mean, uh, Thursday. I mean, yeah. Thursday sold 100,000. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, Priest sold 100,000. Yep. And then for at that point, for bands that came out of whatever scene, you know, mm-hmm. any sort of punk rock, hardcore, whatever it is. That was massive. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. Completely. Nice. And funny, full circle. Now it's even massive. It's back to being massive. Yeah. You sell yeah. 100,000 records. Yeah. Like, yes. So. Yeah. Um, did Sky King Falling ever sign to them? No, no. I mean, after, you know, when I left after 1021, they wound up just doing uh, just doing the last one on Ferret just because they had. Ferret was the other they one. Had That's such, right. And, and the funny thing about Ferret is, sense. I mean, we were. You know, not that we were fucking pioneers or anything, but, like, we left that label. Then, like, you know, they put out, like, Kill Switch Engage, Every Time I Die, From What I'm Dead. Like, these huge bands. That, really? You know, yeah, yeah. You know, so. How come you didn't sign to Victory? I think we just had a bad feeling just right off the bat. Why? I don't know. I think, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I don't... I. I, I I mean, it must have been after the Thursday tour that we did with Thursday, because that's the only reason why I can think why we were there. Yeah. Because I remember Victory called us, and they were just like, hey, we got this new band. Th- we need you to do us a favor. Take this band Thursday out. And I remember going to, uh, holy shit, going to Tower Records when that was still fucking around. And uh, and I bought the Thursday album, and I was just like, holy fuck, this is fucking great. Yeah. Was it full collapse? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I was like, this is fucking great. And I think that came out... 
I think the anniversary it's just passed. I think the anniversary was this month, and it just passed. And I remember we were leaving on a three-week tour. It was us, them, and this band, Fairweather, who was on Equal Vision. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were going to do the three-week tour with them. And the minute that I put that Thursday album on, I was just like, holy shit. And I think I literally listened to it every fucking day for the next three months. And that was probably still my favorite tour that I ever that went on. That was the shit, yeah. that yeah. record. Um, yeah. All right, so we're, we're, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to pick it up where, with with that Thursday talk because I, I definitely love that record. Yeah. And I, I want to give it a shout. So we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> 